Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Sese Said It. Well, this might be a new season. Let's just call it a, a season two because that was an extended sabbatical that we took, right? I think everyone just needed to regroup. Life was lifing and um, we, we, we had to kind of get in the groove of this whole adulting situation. Can we talk about it? Because... I saw a post on Instagram the other day and it said something like a hundred dollar bill is basically an adult dollar bill. And I was like, this is so true because when I was a kid and I saw a hundred dollar bill, I was like, wow, you know, that's money. That's like, that could buy me a lot. And now that I'm an adult, I'm like a hundred (laughs) dollars. A hundred dollars, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's still money, you know, Benji is still, it's still, you know, you can get a little something with a Benji. But, you know, growing up, moving out of like the family home, living in your own space, paying bills, all of that, you just realize, you, you start to appreciate just how much your parents took care of you and how... When you were a kid, you were like, oh, mom, like, I want this. Why can't we get this? And she'd be like, I don't have money. And then you get to the register and she's pulling out these $100 bills. And you're like, I thought you said you didn't have money. But you don't understand because that $100 bill is what's going to get us through this month. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I digress. I digress. Anyway, child, we're back. Okay, don't side eye me, please. Let's not. This is a safe space. This is a safe space. We come as we are. There is no judgment here. But I'm so excited to be back. Um, And just a quick life update. Basically, um, I posted a video a couple weeks ago on my Instagram of a affirmation session I had with myself. It was a very personal and vulnerable moment for me. And in the spur of the moment, this was two years ago when I recorded that video. I recorded... I recorded it because I wanted that evidence to remind me if I ever found myself in a low place of just what God had brought me through. So I recorded it and I I thought I would watch it every so often, but I kind of like forgot about it. And then um, it came to my attention the other day and I was literally like, this is so timely. This is such a timely word. This is such a timely affirmation. And so I just felt led to, (laughs) it's funny because my friends and I were talking about Christian lingo the other day and how we're always talking about, I felt led, I felt led, but I did feel led, okay? I felt led to post it and share it and um, there were some good responses to it and I was just glad that, you know, God gave me that revelation and that I was able to, in within uplifting myself, uplift others. And um, I also just felt this need to to kind of expand on that topic. And um, I was just like, where can I talk about this? Where can I talk about this? And then God was like, mm, ma'am, miss ma'am, don't, don't you have a podcast? <laughs> don't you have a platform? I don't know where you can go and talk about stuff and say stuff. I mean, you named it, sis, it said it, but you don't seem to be saying much these days, you know? So that was a little bit of a conviction on my part. And, um, and then I was just like, um, listening to, oh my gosh, I was listening to Sarah Jakes. And of course, Sarah Jakes, she's going to come for your life. You know, she's not going to sugarcoat it. She's not going to be too 
cute with it. You know what I mean? So she came for me. She came at me. And I was like, dang, Sarah, like, hold up now. You ain't got <laughs> I was like, Sarah, I was a little comfortable. And she said, no, girl, you better get up. And I was like, okay, okay, you know. So here we are. And, of course, people have been saying, okay, girl, when are we getting back into it? And I was like, yeah, your girl needs to be serious about life. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes God has already given us what we need. He's given us the resources. He's opened the doors. And we're literally just standing at the threshold like, um, God is the door open. Yes, it is. It's unlocked. Everything swung wide open. Anyway, so that was my little conviction trip that happened. That's how we're here today. And um, I'm, I'm grateful for grace. Let me say this, and I might be going on a tangent, but God, God has so much mercy on our lives that he gives us second chances. Um, in some cases, third, fourth, and fifth chances, you know, and it's just a testament of his mercy, which is indeed new every morning. There are some of us here um, who God has placed something on our hearts, and we started, and then we quit, and then we try to start again, and then we quit, and then we tried it a different way, and then we kind of forgot about it, and then, you know, we kind of took the long way around to get to the promised land. Um, But God is saying to us today that, hey, hey, I haven't given up on you. I haven't given up on the vision and purpose that I um, gave you for your life. It's still there. Get up and go get it. Get up and do what I told you. And he's so merciful because imagine, just imagine, if Jesus came yesterday and we hadn't gotten the opportunity to restart, we hadn't gotten the opportunity to, um, you know, to multiply the talents that God has given us. And then now we're we're facing him and it's like, I gave you these talents, what did you do with them? And it's like, God, I... I I was going to get back into it tomorrow. I swear if he had just given me one more day, you know, but that's literally what he's doing every single day. He's giving us one more day. He's giving us the, the blessing and the opportunity to be alive and to do something with our lives, to impact, um, the people around us for his glory. At the end of the day, it's for God's glory, right? And so I just had a humbling moment right now where I'm like, you know what, Lord Jesus, I'm so grateful that your mercy, (laughs) your mercies are new every morning and your grace is sufficient for me because you see me, you see my shortcomings, shortcomings, plural, (laughs) you know, but in all of that, his grace is so sufficient and he is our biggest cheerleader. He is the person who formed us in our mother's womb. He knows our capacity. He knows our capabilities. He knows that if we really tapped into our identity in Christ, we would be able to do so much more than we can imagine because he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. And so when we partner with him, when we live from a place of trusting in God to provide, then we are able to do more than we could ever do within our own strength. So that was just a little word for me. I'm just going to take that and and run with it. (laughs) 
But I'm so grateful to be back. And so just to kind of expand on the video that I posted, if you didn't get a chance to watch it, I was basically um, having a moment of encouraging myself in the Lord. And uh, at the time, it was post just post-COVID. It was during COVID, but just after that whole quarantine era. And... Um, um, you know, I had graduated. I was still trying to get a job. My days were running out. And if you're an international student in the United States, you know what that means, right? You can't be unemployed for too long after graduating. Otherwise, you have to go back home. Um, and then um, I lost my grandmother. I wasn't able to go to her funeral. I hadn't seen her in years. I hadn't been. I haven't actually, even to this day, been back home in years. And so it was just a lot that I was processing and then having this like identity crisis or whatever it is and uh, just laying in bed feeling like, oh my gosh, what is life? What is my life? What am I doing with my life? You know what? I believe that a lot of people in their 20s, early 30s face this question of what am I actually doing with my life right now? Like, what am I doing? Like, what what is going on? You know, and so when you really sit with that question and you are not doing anything at all, it can go to a dark place. It can go to a place of feeling... Um, self-worthlessness it can go to a place of feeling hopelessness and then you get lost in that you get lost in that hole and you feel your body reacting like it impacts you physically it's this emotional burden that begins to weigh on you physically and you feel it in your bones that life what is my life and that's a very dangerous place to be. That's a very dangerous place to be. So today, I wanted to address the topic of hopelessness. The, ho the, the, the hopelessness that we feel when we have reached the end of ourselves, when we are in a season of stagnation or a season of waiting. Sometimes it feels that waiting is stagnation, but really there's so much that God is preparing in the background that we don't even see. And it's difficult. It's difficult to keep that in mind and continue to live in the hope of what is going to come. Because honestly, when things aren't going your way, and I don't know what it is. Is it a control issue? Do we have control issues? Do we need to talk about that, y'all? Get in therapy. I mean, <laughs> anyway, that's a topic for another day. But when things are not going our way, we we tend to be in despair. When things are not going good, let's say good, not even just things are not going my way, but things are not going good. It's hard having to face disappointment back to back. It's hard living with that feeling of nothing ever goes my way, nothing ever works out, I can never catch a break, it's always something. Whenever I feel like I'm getting ahead, boom, another obstacle, boom, another roadblock. And that feeling, those types of thoughts, 
can weigh you down. So I just wanted to let someone know today that this is not the end for you. This is not the end for you. I don't know what you're going through. Let's be honest. (laughs) But I am standing with you in faith. I don't know what little faith you can gather right now in this moment. What little faith you can just kind of collect and scrape up. But that little faith that you're able to collect, I want you to take it. And it may not seem like much, but I want you to take that faith and place it in God's hands. Because he will multiply it. And he sees you. He sees you where you're at. And he's going to take you out of that place. And you're going to look back. Oh, my gosh. I'm sounding cliche. I know it. I, I hear it, but I have to say it because it's so true. One day you will look back and think, I am so glad I did not give up. I'm so glad that I still had faith because the testimony that you will have will be so powerful. And sometimes, okay, I'm going to say this. Sometimes the testimony doesn't have to be anything big like, oh, then I won the lottery and then we got a private jet and, you know, um, I was granted an, a private island and I now am the president of the world. Okay, it, does, it, it, it don't have to be all that, you know. Sometimes the biggest testimony of our lives is that we're still alive, is that we're still breathing, we're still going and believing that God is working everything out for our good. I'm so grateful that you're alive today. That breath that you just took, whether it was something you didn't even realize or it was a breath of struggle that like, I'm fighting to stay alive. I'm so grateful that you are here today. And I know. It's, what do you mean? Are we celebrating that we're waking up? Yes. Because it shows that this is not the end. This is not the end. I... Whenever I go through these seasons... I, I I love to read the book of Psalms. I love to go through the book of Psalms. And I pray through that book. Because it shows that in our highs and in our lows, we can cry out to God and he's still there. He still hears us. And sometimes it feels like you're crying out to the sky and nobody's talking back. No one is responding whether it's like you're waiting for some lightning or thunder or something to at least give you a sign, but you're just like screaming out to the ceiling and it feels kind of dumb. But whenever I'm in a low place and I say, God, I don't know how I'm going to make it. I don't know. I don't know if I can do this, Jesus. But I I don't know much, but I know that you are good and you are still God. And you hear me 
So Lord, just hear me crying out right now. Hear me crying out. That's the faith that I have is just enough for me to believe that as I'm speaking to you, you are hearing me. I don't know if I have enough faith to go a step further and be like, you're going to answer my prayer or this is going to happen. But I just have enough faith to believe that you are here with me in this moment, that you hear me. Keep me alive. <laughs> those, when we get to those points where we have those honest conversations with God, where we are completely and utterly broken, that's where God starts to work, you know? And so what do we do from there? We begin Yes, we have our moment where we cry out to God, but we begin to speak life. Speak life. Even if it's one sentence a day, if that's all that you can manage, that's that's enough. Speak life into yourself. Encourage yourself. I know who I am. I'm a child of the Most High God. I am who God says I am. Greater is he who is in me than he that is in the world. Yes, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear evil because his rod and his staff, they comfort me. He's walking with me. I refuse to die. I will live. I will live. I will live. I will live. Sometimes you have to Literally drag yourself out of that. Scream at yourself in the mirror. That's what I did. That's what I do. (laughs) Say, hey, I know you're having a hard time right now. But let me tell you something. A year from now, two years from now, you're going to look back and think, wow, I don't recognize myself. I don't recognize myself because I've come so far. He has brought me so far from where I was. And now I can pour into others from a place of steadfast faith. Because when you go through trials and tribulations and you come out, your faith is actually strengthened. That's, that's where we are tested. Count it all joy, right? That's where we actually can say, you know what? I stood 10 toes down by the grace of God. <laughs> and now I, I can say this God, he's not just somebody I read about in a book. He's somebody who held my hand when I could literally not breathe because I felt like everything I was carrying was suffocating me. He willed me back to life. He came down into my despair and he covered me. So I know this God who I'm talking about. I know him and I know that he never fails. Wait, wait, wait a minute now. Wait, wait. <laughs> I call myself because I, I, 
I could feel just that when you are at that place and you come through it, the way you relate to God is so different. You you realize that I literally, <laughs> I am nothing without him. I am nothing without his love, without his mercy, without his goodness. So I, I don't have a formula for you today. I don't have a 10 steps on how to get out of hopelessness. But I just have this, this, this word, a word or two, that this is not the end. This is not the end. And the faith that you can muster and place in God's hands, that's going to take you a long way a long, long way. And uh, it may be something that other people have said, girl, man, that's nothing. Why are you struggling with that? Or, you know, you're beating yourself up like I should be able to get out of this. Or it's literally life and death. Whatever your situation is, God sees you. God sees you. And one thing that um, I kept repeating in the video was, it's taken care of. It's taken care of. When Jesus died on the cross, when he was crucified, it was taken care of. Let me remind you that he was wounded for our transgressions. His body was broken. He was beaten. Nails pierced his hands. Let me remind you that he took on our infirmities. Let me remind you that this is, this is reality, that this happened, that this man walked on this very same earth that we walk. And he laid down his life for us. That we might live. That we might have life. And have life more abundantly. Abundantly. Thank you so much for tuning in, y'all. You know what? Even more than that. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for for your patience. (laughs) You know, I I was going to get back into it earlier. And then I got COVID. (laughs) And, And then I was like, you know what? I don't want to be on here sounding like a constipated frog. So let me just recover. Um, and, and, and we're back and I'm so grateful for you and I'm so grateful for, for your life. Um, how do I end? I forgot. Thank you so much for watching and listening y'all. I hope that you have a blessed rest of your day and week and I'll see you next time on Sese Said It. Bye.